Kiribati remains embroiled in a judicial crisis that began more than three years ago. It has seen the government try to deport an expatriate judge, David Lamborne, the sacking of a New Zealand judge serving as Chief Justice after he ruled in Judge Lamborne's defence, and the removal of the Court of Appeal judges, or New Zealanders, who had outpowered the Chief Justice's view. These dismissals are being legally challenged while the government used tribunal. They may have been illegal to push its case. The government has local lawyers working as judges now, headed by its former Attorney General, Tetiro Semilota, who had been closely involved in the controversial decisions made by the administration. But the situation remains a mess, as Kiribati journalist Rimon Rimon explained to Don Wiseman. Yeah, I think it's, it's really, really looking bleak for the future of Kiribati, especially in the judiciary, with the acting chief justice is, is still not in, being appointed as a substantive uh, position. So what this means is that tenure of her position is, is, is not guaranteed, meaning anything can happen at any time. So basically, it looks like the president, the, the executive, is, is actually in control of everything with this respect, because assisting the, the acting chief justice are two commissioners appointed also by the president, and they all also both have no security of tenure, and they can be removed at any time. This means that we don't have any absolute uh, judicial independence in Kiribati at the moment, and so that's not looking very good for us. These commissioners have effectively become judges. Well, in that case, yes. So the president can appoint commissioners in a situation where there are no judges for, for certain reasons. But in this case, we know why there are no judges. They've been suspended for, for reasons that we've been talking about. They basically are experienced lawyers, but I think they are taking on this challenge from the president or the, or the cabinet so that the judiciary functions in, in some sort of capacity. And, and, and that's the arrangement. But I think that the worry here is that these commissioners, including the, the acting chief justice, they don't have any security of tenure. They can be removed anytime. So yes, they, they are. We on the ground, we see them going to the Ara Islands trying to, to catch up with the, the mounting cases, especially in the High Court. That is progressing. But at, at the same time, I'm hearing people on the ground that, you know, it's been many years waiting for their, their cases to be heard or be appealing, you know, just an outcome of the cases appeals come out. But at the moment, it's, it's sad to say that the, that the Court of Appeal is still non-existent. So the judiciary is, is not really functioning that well. This all began over the treatment of an expat judge who just happened to be the husband of the opposition leader and he is still waiting for his case to be heard and it's years now, isn't it? That is correct, Don. This saga started in 2020. I can recall this uh, very clearly because I've been reporting on this on the ground and it, at that time the puny judge David Lamborn of course he is an Australian happens to be the, the, the husband of the current uh, leader of opposition Jesse Lamborn so we think this is just more than personal or maybe there is an agenda but this all goes back until 2020 when, when this all started he, the, the puny judge David Lamborn travelled overseas on an official business I, I think one of the conferences he attended was you know a gathering of all the judges and uh, little did he know that pandemic was around the corner and then the government was blocking his, his, his return back to Kiribati and from that situation it has escalated into the suspension of the chief justice and it goes further into the, the suspension of the, the court of appeal judges so it, it doesn't really look good because all these well-esteemed qualified actually they appointed these judges but now they're being replaced by an attorney general whom they put on in, in the chief justice uh, position the very same person who's been uh, the, the main architect in all their, their legal attacks against 
the, the, the puny judge David Lamborn and the subsequent um, judges. The opposition has endeavoured to raise their concerns over this. They haven't been very successful in that, though, have they? Where are they at now? The last time I spoke with Jeremy Atapai, um, who, who is really leading this uh, campaign on the ground, he was the person in the room uh, designing the constitution of Kiribati, so he knows the constitution. And according to Jeremy Atapai, the current government is doing is actually in breach of the constitution. So I spoke with him before the parliament session that concluded just last week. He was repeating just the same things that he was saying before. He told me, he said, Rimon, you see my problem, I don't think people understand what, what's happening. So I have to keep on saying this. You know, I have to keep on saying this. And so I, I think the, the recent uh, efforts that Yeremi Tapai did in, in the, the recent parliament meeting is that two motions he, he brought up. The first motion is about the non-functioning of the Kiribati Court of Appeal and for government to, to allow this body to perform its function. The second motion was on the illegality of, of the tribunal's composition. So these two motions unfortunately did not go they did, did not debate were not debated in the parliament so a lot of the sections of the constitution that the government quoted were incorrect like for, for example on, on the illegality of the tribunal's composition in, in the constitution it specifically says one of the members has to be held as held a high judicial office and none of the judges in this uh, tribunal appointed to, to to investigate into the court of appeal judges has held a, a position in the in fact he's a, a, just a magistrate so so Yeremia Tapai says that is really a breach of, of the, the, the constitution. While these motions did not get a chance to be debated, Yeremia did raise a question, an oral question to the president. And the answer that the president gave was quite astonishing because it clearly shows that, that the constitution was breached. So according to Yeremia Tapai, he said that, that the words that the president used were oversight and given the benefit of doubt to explain why he did not respect the constitution. So to come at this stage after all these dramatic incidences of the, the you know the suspension of the judges and the, the, the attempted deportation of the judge Lambon from Kiribati very very messy and, and and to come at this stage where the president says this is an oversight I don't know how to, to interpret this but I think this is not a good look on on how things are being uh, carried out by the government.